Red 5. I'm going in. <laughs> Hello there, Star Wars fans. This is uh, David Yoda Brooklander here with Trenchman Report. Uh, we're sitting down, going to discuss the first three episodes of the Andor Files uh, that recently dropped. Sitting here in a half circle on the couch, couch we have Aaron Russo here, Sean McCannelly, uh, Justin Gray. All right, so let, let's just kick it off with thoughts and, I guess, opinions on. The first three episodes. I loved it. It was what I expected from what the hype was. Or the, you know, the, like, sentiment, I guess you could say, that was able to be released before the spoiler reviews come out. I, like, just, it's, like, grown up. It's uh, not adult. It's not the same adult with a capital A as, like, Game of Thrones, but it's, like, much... It's in its own category compared to anything else that's been out as far as... Yeah, kids, you gotta pay attention. Yeah, yeah. you gotta pay attention. You gotta like, you're not spoon fed everything. You're not held. Your hand isn't held. So it's not like a traditional like ride. And most Disney Star Wars stuff is like, strap in and just go along for the ride. Mm-hmm. And this is like, more like a novel or whatever. Like you kind of gotta you gotta you gotta pay attention. Mm-hmm. Which you can t- it, it, it because it's the born, like Tony Gilroy, right? His fingerprints are all over it. As far as like a, it truly is like a spy thriller slash. Yeah, I liked it a lot. I love the, the setting and like, it looks so real and so like all the sets look really good and I like the slice of life. You kind of see like people's like regular yeah. lives and homes and stuff and, um, everyone's just kind of, they have like their day jobs and they have these side hustles where they're all doing like these black market deals for their for extra cash or whatever and, like cat scene. Seemingly has no connection to any kind of rebellion. He's just, to him, uh, the guy is just like a, a guy he can sell this thing to that he has that's really valuable. But that's now getting him sucked into this world. This, at the at the beginning of the first episode, he was trying to find his sister. That's what he said. Yeah. Yeah, he was in the brothel trying to find, which sounds like that's like a thing he does. Is he like goes off planet? by borrowing the ship and like having people cover for him right so he's like sneaking out to go try to find her I guess that this one went and that, bad but that's and that's where he gets in trouble yeah but that's not he doesn't get in trouble for stealing stuff from the Empire no no cause yeah he gets in trouble cause he kills two security guys security guys so they're on his trail for that right Mm-hmm. And it's but not related real, at all. His real day job is right. I mean, that, but that trip was not connected in any way to the imperial tech that he had. Right. It yeah. Seemed like it. He just knew the heat was on, and that is, this was like a way he could cash in and get out of town and lay low. That's what his right. plan was. So, so in my in my understanding of it at this point, so like when we first these first three episodes, it's just Cassie and this Cassie and the underground hustle, right? Like, yeah, mm-hmm. he's not. He's just like trying to survive in the world. He's not connected yeah. to the Empire Rebellion at right. all, except 
in as much as he'll do something for money. And he's in this. He's in like the criminal system. Like he had a criminal record. Yeah. They said. It, it reminds yeah, me mostly, a lot of mostly imperial criminal record. But he's got it like too. he's got it masked or like he got it changed like his home world like the lady who right. took him has, was able to like get him off get him off the grid yeah. It yeah. reminds me a lot if you if you read um, I forgot the name of the book Justin you may have read it I don't, I don't know if you read it David the 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 uh, Jin Erso book. Oh, uh, Rebel yeah. Rising is it? Rebel Rising. I've heard of it. I've heard a lot of good things, but no, I, I can't say that I have read it. I, don't yeah. Yeah. I, I thought I've you were going to say Catalyst. But yeah, that's what I was thinking. It's very similar in the sense that um, like Cassian is like this, you know, he's, he's from what I can so like, I mean, it sounds like his, his parents lived on that planet. There was a mining accident. Yeah. All the, all the adults were at work. I guess, and they die. Yeah, there's and like yeah, the kids are left. He's just stuck there surviving. And they like live in a camp. The and... ship crashes, and I don't think that the ship itself is all that inconsequential. No, it's just that the scat these other two, so his his mom, right, and his dad, were, was like adopted. Were just scavengers. Yeah, they were track tracking it or just on planet and noticed it crash too, and like yeah, they're not they're not they're just part scavengers, of any cause right? Kind of like they're like Ray, basically. Like they like make right. money from scrapping things, and it's or like Jawas, right? Like Jawas will scrap anything that crashes and sell it. Like that's like a. So these people all just exist, just like yeah. They're just in the. They're just in the. That's galaxy how you make money in this. Survive, yeah. Just, just trying to make a living. Yep. Just trying to whatever. Farming moisture, whatever it is. Right. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Huh. What do you think, Justin? Um. Overall, um. The, the it looks fantastic. Uh, I love the shot of space when uh, uh, Stellan Skargard. Yeah. Yeah. He's like arriving. Yeah, yeah. Like like when his character comes in. That looked pretty like real. In space. That yeah. that was that was that planet fantastic. planet fall looked. Yeah. Amazing. That was cool. Uh, loved that. Um, loved a lot of the the shots from the first episode. Um, and uh, just overall visually, like probably some of the coolest stuff that I've seen in, in the Star Wars universe. Um, Story-wise, I'm still kind of uh, I'm kind of on the fence on a bit, but I think it's basically I, I, the I prologue. Think it, I think it might. I think it story. might just be the tone for me, because hmm. it, it, it. But like I. I'll, I'll, but at the same time, I kind of welcome it, because I feel like that's been a criticism of mine, is that, like, it's, Star Wars isn't really that bold enough to go in a different direction than when it does. It kind of just goes like, oh, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. <laughs> and so, I'm, I'm still kind of, I'm kind of going through that a bit right now, but overall, I, 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 I enjoyed myself. Um, I, the, the first two episodes might have been a little bit slow for me, but... The third, the third one was probably like right, mm -hmm. was like top tier for me. But I think I, this I, is like I a three episode really prelude arc. Oh, clearly, like, yeah. yeah. Like if it's a video game, it's like it's the like the level where you're like doing the tutorial, like you're learning the controls, and like you pull off like a, there's like a major <laughs> climax point, and then you, you now you're paired up with your mentor, right? And then the real adventure begins. Right. So it's like structured that way. So perfect, perfect drop off point. 
and you're like inter- you're introducing characters and relationships, introducing stakes, but like you know there's something lurking in the, in the background, like like a bigger story is there. So like right. he's intrigued, he's hooked into this idea of like Skarsgård was like selling the point, like I need talent, you're talented, don't you want to stick it to these bastards or whatever he said, right? You're like he's hooked in now, literally like, physically he was hooked in, like he had to escape with him, but also like. He's on board. He was already leaving the planet, so it's like might as well go with this guy. Right. I think he was. He wasn't. He wasn't. He was planning to leave the planet. Yeah. Just to lie low and, and, and then the, come the, back. These corporate security guys that them showing up actually. Yeah. Made it so that he had to leave with Luthen and. Had the one guy yeah. just like followed orders and just let it go. Yeah. Like it would have been very different. <laughs> that's, one of, that's one of those things that. Yes, yeah. sir. Directed by George Lucas, right? But I like how they showed, like, I mean, he was, like, they clearly showed he wasn't, like, that guy wasn't a Mary Sue in the sense of, like, he's, like, this, oh, I'm up and coming, like, I'm going to make a name for myself, and I'm going to, like, pull off this, like, I'm I'm going to buck the, like, I'm going to buck my superior, and I'm going to, like, pull this off and, like, get noticed, or whatever, and, like, it actually fails spectacularly, which is more realistic, (laughs) like... (laughs) Like, the, you could be like, this is why we have rules, right? Like, we, because look how many people died, like, both on your team, yeah. and, like, you kill the civilian, and, like, you just, like, his, these... His boss was right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I like that they showed like, that. Listen, kid, this is how yeah. works. I, I, like, oh, that's cute. Like, I did the same thing when I started. <laughs> like, you'll learn it soon enough. You just kick your feet up and try not to get noticed, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and I also kind of think it's funny that, like, as incompetent as the... Um, as a superior was like like you could tell that they um i've kind of worked with people like that too <laughs> uh, to an extent and um and yeah it's it's kind of but it also kind of just it's just hilarious how it actually um it like as you guys said like if he would have kept quiet things probably like he caused more damage than cassian did in, in the nutshell Mm-hmm. Um, as far as deaths go <laughs> yeah Cassian would have just snuck out he was just there to sell the part and then get the that would be the cash he pays right. off the one guy who owes him money from the junkyard and then, and then leaves him with his like adoptive mother to take care of her you know so she's taken care of he's gonna lay low and he'll come back like yeah that would have been boring <laughs> that's like that's probably what he does a lot often you know he just kind of comes and goes um, but yeah, nobody would have, there would have been no explosions or death or anything if that other guy had just minded his own business and let the people eat their blue ramen, you know? Mm-hmm. That was <laughs> the that blue was ramen. Blue yeah. ramen. <laughs> that so is. You can tell there's like, can you believe this guy? Like, he walks in and you're like, oh gosh, this I guy. I just think it's hilarious that he had like, like an actual, like, Chinese food Chinese container. Food I know. I love it. I don't even care. Like, it's kind of like almost uncanny, so but it's like, I'm, oh, it's okay. I'll give it a pass. Like, normally I'd be annoyed by something like that. <laughs> but that was like, because like, like, um, Canto Bite went too far with that, or it's way too much. Like, 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 like Mind of Color, or like real, like, right. But this was like just adjacent to that, but it worked for me. Because <laughs> it wasn't like, it was a minor thing, but it was just funny. What, what did you guys think of the, like, just the. Well, I guess. I feel like I feel like most of what we saw in these first three episodes is largely. Um, in the in the trailer, or yeah. Um, well, yeah, a lot of except for the, the coruscant stuff. But I do think I feel like it it was. I mean, I guess most of the I, I'm trying to think, like it feels like like obviously like this location, he's done. 
for now. I mean, probably. Yeah. I don't know what like the girl. Does the girl have any other role at right. this point? Uh, big Bix, Bigs, Bix. Uh, Vix. I, I think it's Vix. Vix. I don't know. What her I, I thought it was Bix or Bigs, like Big <laughs> Starlight, Star Bigs Darklighter is what I was hearing, like Bigs, but it may be B I X. But you're saying Vix. It's unla- Vix? Un- unlikely that yeah. it's Bigs. But. Right. But anyway, but, yeah. that's why I watch with captions, <laughs> so I know who's who. So, so do you think do you think we'll see those characters again? Because yeah, that's like, what you're asking. Like, I think uh, I think that the in, the corporate security guy is clearly oh, a yeah. corner cornerstone. Yeah, he's on a path of something. And kind. that scene where he's standing there fuming at the wreckage. Yeah, it's like then he's that's where he's like. Okay, like so he's had his he's getting his first like battle scars, right. and now he's like. This, I'm gonna get this guy because he he's mm-hmm. messed up my mission. But like, he's not. He's gonna be like demoted or punished, something. and he's not gonna be in a position to get him. You know what I mean? Like, right. he's not gonna get promoted over this. But that other guy, his like lieutenant guy, the Scottish dude, he was oh, like, my. he was like full on Empire Kool Aid man. Like he's like, if like Emperor Palpatine's like, I need like the craziest crazies. He's like, sign me up. Like he's like SS material. You know what I mean? Like a true yeah. believer, so I think I think in like that, law and order and all that. Um, well, before we before we get into all that, like, what did, what did you think? You have your really I liked the third episode. The first first two were kind of confusing, storyline wise. Uh, vi- visuals were great. No, it was it was entertaining, but as far as like a Star Wars story, it was just kind of like, all right, where are you going with this? But then you're halfway through the third episode. It's kind of what you were saying. Uh, it's kind of like a extended prologue of kind of how he gets into the rebellion. Mm-hmm. I think it was the first time. This is the first time that we've seen something where it takes mm-hmm. that much time mm-hmm. to set up characters and story, especially in something that with something that we don't have like um, like with Kenobi. You know, you had like the. But the first two yeah. episodes, was it the f- end of the first or second episode that he gets on the ship to fly? First away? one. First the second one's Dayu, right? Yeah, second one's Dayu. Yeah, second so like the end Dayu, of the first so episode, like he goes right from here into to the yeah. story. Yeah. Whereas this was like it took a it took like two and a half episodes almost. Yeah. Before we got to the action scene that kind of is the 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 that's kind of like from the scene where he meets Luthen in that mm-hmm. whatever that room is that hangar he's. That's when that that right. that setup is over, right? And then he's confronted with a decision, and he decides he's gonna leave with this guy. Um, but you're right. Like the more I think about it, short of like Arabesh and a few symbols, there's like nothing Star Wars about this. Like yeah. it, it could be its own thing. Like a brand, it could be a brand new thing. Right. If you just aired something that's called something, like it's a. It's a I mean, space it opera setting. I mean, it definitely... It has, like, all the little it, it visual... It looks like Star Wars. Yeah, I mean, but the ships barely. The, like, it's, know. like, the minimal amount of Star Wars to get by as Star Wars. It's not yeah. in your face I, we're gonna Star get, Wars stuff. We're going to get, I think, obviously, later down the line, right. it's going to look very much I agree, like Star yeah. Wars, but. Especially, like, Coruscant and stuff. That's going to be, mm-hmm. like, the, probably in the next episode is, like, Mon Mothma and Coruscant and all that stuff. I would yeah, assume. Yeah, we're going to get right? more. We're going to see stuff. And we'll see, like, the, this guy's other side where he's, like, the senator or whatever. Yeah. We'll probably see all that. But, yeah, for these first three, it's, like, it's very much adjacent. 
I think that's kind of cool though, because it's, it's like, cool. Cause it's like the story of this yeah. whole thing is like being told in a like a quote unquote like in a corner of the galaxy mm -hmm. where there isn't a lot of recognizable like the Imperials mm -hmm. are not the Imperials are only named in the first episode like yeah that one guy's like oh well, you know I got to go meet with the Imperials you know we're trying and he's to, just a report they just want a brief report on like yeah numbers of like and, yeah. But they leave it all up to subordinate corporations and stuff, which is, makes sense. That's how you would run an empire. Right. Is you'd have, like, otherwise pacified areas of the galaxy would be just run by corporations on a contract with the empire. And they don't care, like, how you get it done. They just, <laughs> like, just tell us your numbers. We'll give you credits and keep, keep in order. Otherwise, if we have to get in there, it won't be good for you, right? If we have to, like, send in stormtroopers, we'll give you a bill was for it. it. Do, you think it was, do you think they went... Do you think it was that the first two episodes were too slow? They would, I, they would I, be if they were released one, weekly. I, I understand yeah. now why they did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If I only got that first yeah. episode, and then I was like, yeah, yeah, I'd be like, but I don't, if I yeah. if I got the second week, just I like still, knowing how like the not the news cycle, but you know like the, the the cycle of the, like the, the internet commentariat, yeah. like that would have just, yeah. they probably wanted to control that by having the three because like, if you have to wait a week and have that whole cycle go every time three times or two times before the third one. Like, there was barely anything to really talk about from the first two episodes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, it, it is a coherent story, those three. It's like a little mini-movie. It's like a, mm -hmm. you know... And think, thinking back, I feel like the three episodes that of Andor just kind of feel like... So, I, feel, I feel like they just did something that Star Wars Rebels did with only two episodes. Mm. Like in less time, and I, and I, I think that kind of throws me. Like off the first two episodes of Rebels. Yeah, the first two episodes of Rebels, feels. Uh, which is like it feels a, like it establishes the characters a yeah, little yeah. bit better. It's than almost less. like a two two hours, and, isn't it? Huh? The this first was, two episodes of Rebels, isn't it like a, just just an hour, or, or even under? Really? Two and a half hour yeah. episodes. Mm -hmm. oh, I yeah. thought it was like a almost like a like a one hour so, intro or something. No, nope. Spark of Rebellion was like. Less than an hour. I mean, it helped that like yeah, like Andor's going around to different people in the town, and you're like he, the the through line is like we're following him around town. We're not just jumping over to like random people that we don't know. Like who's that? Who's that? It's like we're following him, and it's almost like we're a fly on his shoulder or whatever, kind of. But that's part of the fun of like a show is like you have to like pay attention and like figure out what's going on. And it's just like if you walk into a room and there's a conversation going on, you kind of like. If you like pick up on it and like pay attention, take notes, like synthesize other pieces, and like it, it's a thinking person's, mm -hmm. like it, it expects more of the audience, which I appreciate. I like when shows do that, mm -hmm. and they literally not spoon feeding it, which gets old. Well, which, which I think they really, I mean, because it, which is hard to do when it's like we already know who this character is. We yes. know what's going to happen. So we don't know. Yeah, we don't need to know about casting. We just need yeah. about who the other people are and yeah. what the role they're playing right now. And um, like, and like, I guess for some, I mean, for some reason, Star Wars loves to do prequels, and <laughs> they seem to always figure out a way to do it. Like where, yeah, like this is a good example. It's like it's like this shouldn't this, matter. Yeah. Because we already know right. that he joins the rebellion and becomes just like a, when it first know. was announced. It's like, oh, why? Why do we need to care about this guy? Right, right. I, that's what I thought. Yeah, like we when I heard that they had Andor, I was like, oh, right, that sucks. right. Now, what do we think about his? So that 
the the B story is like his his pre his childhood story is a whole A to B story, right? That's where we get it's a mining planet. The kids are on their own. They're scavenging this republic. Was that was that republic or was that Sierra? That was that was separatist. Yeah. Oh, because okay. So then the other scavenger said that like there's a republic cruiser coming to like respond to the separatist one going down. I guess. Mm-hmm. Like, it, that was definitely Clone Wars then they era. They were saying like we gotta get out of here. Yeah. Yeah. But like so like yeah, so he gets picked up by them, and I guess but that means he gets separated from his sister. That's that's when that. So he, maybe he's been searching for was him this whole time. Was his sister the one that got shot? No, the, the no. littler one who we left behind. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's still looking. Yeah. He got taken out, and he's like trying to find. She her. might not even know like what the heck happened to him. Right. Yeah. So it's been you know fifteen years or whatever. I think I think we're gonna I think we're gonna continue to get flashbacks of his childhood. Yeah. I, we have in the trailer. There's that scene of the clone troopers marching. Post right. Order sixty six yeah. oh, probably. That's got to be. So that's got to be a flashback. Yeah. So that that might be the part where he says, "I've been in fight this. I've been in this fight since I was six years old." Because I feel like he's six years yeah. old right now. Because if they bring him back and, to the planet uh, that they've been on yeah. for this, then that scene looked like they were marching through that town, but that's like back in time now. Mm-hmm. So like. But he's been in the fight. At that point, it's the empire. It's an early empire. So he's like, for some reason, he's against. The clone troopers, who aren't, they were just good, and now I they're think, bad because they're post Order sixty six. So they're bad. I now. think all the way up to this point, everything that's happening is happening in spite of the larger galactic conflict. Yeah, yeah. Like them, the kids on the planet, they're not. They they're just yeah. You know, and the ship crashes, and they're gonna go check it out. Like they're completely outside of the mm-hmm. narrative of like. The Clone Wars. We just happen yeah. to know. And then Cassian is really just... It's its kind of just coincidental that he happens mm-hmm. to be doing what he's doing during the time that we would view as the height of the Imperial rise. Just like Luke. Like, Tatooine yeah. had no Imperial presence until the droids brought a presence. And Luke's life was... he probably never seen a Stormtrooper before, right? So, like, he just people live on Tatooine without any issues, and these people... I do like how they brought in like yeah the, the private security, or like security corporation, is the so bad that guy. Whole, his his planet, the planet that he was on, was it said free trade zone, whatever that means. But it was under the authority of right. that corporation. Yeah, like in the system that that corporation is running security right. for. So those people were all employees of. The blue uniform people. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. The blues. <laughs> is that right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, like, the people on the planet work by scavenging ships that are brought there. Because it sounds like ships get brought in, and the quartermasters, like, get paid, like, get bribed to, like, look the other way and leave valuable stuff on the ships when they drop them off. And so that people can go in and scavenge what's, re- what's left. Because, like, officially they're probably supposed to strip these military vehicles so of, like, military tech. Right. And, like, but that's a great, like, pipeline for, like, sourcing material for, an, for a rebellion is you have all this like old imperial tech like there was the y-wing we saw at the junkyard like they got all that stuff from stuff like that right like they scavenged whatever they could get the x-wings and the y-wings it almost looked like like a rental place for, for getting <laughs> ships yeah because he had like the friend who like runs the junkyard and like yeah, the, help, the, like they do a, a mutually beneficial arrangement where Cassian can like <laughs> unofficially like the, rent like the junkyard what guard? Yeah, with dog, drunk guard dogs. Yeah, low level. <laughs> but he like, 
I just love that the aspect of like the people in charge aren't really aware of what's like really going on on the ground and like there's this whole like underworld aspect to real life like that's how you function in this world <laughs> is you just like you just do these interpersonal deals and they have like the system of like oh we have like we notify like when there's trouble we like bang on the pots and pans mm. that we have all set up like that's like straight up like the Iraq war or like, Mog- like Black Hawk Dawn yeah, when Black they're like burning Hawk. the tires to like make smoke signals and stuff like that's very much like an insurgency kind of tactic um, or just like alert alert like activate the hive right if you like stir up a right, hornet's except, nest except or that it was a total bluff yeah, like it didn't turn into like a mass insurrection, but it was, it was just nothing. But like everyone there was like, no but everyone was like closing up and like hiding. Like right. it was like, don't talk to police. Like the police, it's just like in the in the wire or everything. Was like oh five oh five oh, like everyone run, scatter, hide your drugs, hide your whatever. Because like there's an early warning for when the when the cops are rolling in, you know. But it creates it creates. <clears throat> the, but then the because that one security guy was like, uh, what did he say? They were like, what's going on? He's like, oh, it's uh, he said something. Um, Oh, yeah, like the official uh, excuse. Intimidation. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's intimidation tactic. <clears throat> yeah, they're trying to, like, scare us off. Right, they're trying to, like, make you think mm-hmm. that this noise yeah. is a, is a s- organized signal. Right, to, so it was a bluff, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. but there's, there was but no... Maybe that means it worked before. Like, maybe it did nothing. scare off security services before, and they can just live their lives freely, like a no-go zone, you know? Huh. Because, like, Iraq had that. Like, Baghdad had parts, like, Sadr City. Like, you don't go there. Like American forces can't just go there because it's so well organized and so under lockdown of. Like, yeah, I, I love that whole. I love the whole. Um, now that I think about it, and I definitely have to watch this again. But like, that was a. It was just a really cool like. <clears throat> two episode kind of like, exploration of like. Mm-hmm. Regular just, people's lives. Just like yeah, the whole yeah like. And like a sort of not a sex scene, but like implied. That's the strongest like implied sexual content oh, that was, ever oh, in yeah. Star Wars. Oh, so let's, let's like, talk about let's talk about wild. all the ways that this <laughs> that the three episodes oh, wow. broke. Yeah, like they're they're the, yeah broke the mold or like they're they're stretching. We start in a brothel yeah. with prostitutes, right? And a red light district. Mm-hmm. That with the other prostitutes, there's no, the no mistaking bubbles. what that is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was, and, and it was, but it was subtle enough right. that like a kid could watch it and they wouldn't even know. They would just know it's like a seedy part of town or something. Yeah. Like, yeah, what right. is that? What are those people mm-hmm. doing? Like, but oh, they're, they're just drinking. It's a bar. Watching this, you're like, oh, okay, he's <laughs> yeah. in a red light district. Right. Why? Like. <laughs> and everybody thinks he's there yeah. to find company, mm-hmm. but he's looking for his sister. Yeah. And I think that's probably going to be another. I think he's gonna. That's gonna continue to be he's a gonna, thread of yeah, the story. That's like, like a side quest. He's now. looking for his sister. <laughs> yeah. And I can almost guarantee you. I'm just gonna predict it right now, that he's either gonna find his sister and then she's gonna be killed by the empire. Or she is the empire. Or she, she's in the empire. You think she's in the empire? That, that's a possibility. right? That's possible. Uh, I think it's more likely that well, either she's in the empire, which would be really good, yeah. really good, or she's dead already at right. the Empire's hands yeah. or gets killed at the Empire's hands and, now and that really like, yeah. pisses him off. Yeah. And then he becomes even more right. like anti-Empire. Yeah, yeah. I said F. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'll find like it. Lost Stars how the, you know, oh, the two okay. people mm-hmm. one of them goes to the Empire one of them goes to Rebellion and mm-hmm. then, that could be really interesting. Okay, so we started in a brothel. That's definitely a Star Wars first. The first dialogue is with a prostitute. <laughs> yeah, like, what do you want? Like, what do you? Yeah, what do you like, fancy? Saying, uh, what are you here for, buddy? Mm-hmm. You know, like, it reminded me of Westworld. Oh yeah. 
Like for the sure. whole brothel scenes yep. in Westworld. With Maeve. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we had the... I have to say that, just to qualify, like, as much as those this show did some things that don't typically happen in Star Wars, none of it was as revealing as Leia's slave costume, <laughs> just to be clear. Like, like, we got a slight look at this girl's thigh. Leia right. was practically naked on the yeah, cell that's true. That is yeah. a good point. Mm-hmm. But the context was very different. Yeah. Right. Yes. Yeah. So we got the first Star Wars... We got the first Star Wars... She comes over for a booty call to, like... I guess distract him or what? Like, or does she just I like? I think look- she's trying. She's trying to. She's she senses that he's like yeah. a threat to so Cassian. She almost like to distract him. And she yeah, yeah. to pacify him. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Which, because she's clearly like yeah. I mean, that she's he's a like she works at the place that he owns or their coworkers or he's a boss or whatever, and like they had an arrangement right. It's like well, once a week we go out and like we just went out. The so other they night. had. They have like a friends with benefits yeah, arrangement like, already. Yeah. But she's clearly in that scene. Right. Just she, trying to. Because yeah. she had already said no, and then she showed up later. Right. To like make sure that, you know, like. And she doesn't have. I don't think. I'm not picking up any like romantic vibes with Cassian. It's just like they're friends or co. They both work in this underworld they together. Work, yeah, partners like, in crime. Yeah, she, yeah. She's, she has the connections. She, yeah, because she, she and he hooks does up. Dirty work. Because, like, there's like this, like, they do like these once a, once every so often, like, drops or like, they like bundle. She said, like, we bundle the material that we get out for money. Like, you do it in one shipment rather than risk, like, a daily shipment or whatever. So, like, she has to kind of coordinate everybody who's bringing stuff to, like, the one source guy who they talk to. Because that's where Cass, like Cassian like convinced him to like do the run early, and he had to pay extra for it. So it's like he paid extra for two day shipping, right? Kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, so like again, you gotta like pay attention to this stuff. <laughs> like, there's it's not spoon feeding you it. It's like it, you get all the more. It's one of those shows. Like the more you kind of think about it, the more you get out of it. Um, so the other thing that was pretty stark, even though it's not the first time Cassian has done that, but he kills that one guy in cold blood when he mm-hmm. didn't have to. Yeah. He like yeah, I was like negotiating. Face. He's like, "Hey, we just had a misunderstanding." Like, but he he saw him in the face. Pew, <coughs> he <just> kills him. <coughs> yeah, um, which was even though he did that in the beginning of Rogue One, mm-hmm. but that felt even more like right. He really didn't want to do that. that. And he shot him like point blank in the face. Yeah, <laughs> he was like holding the thing. Yeah. And it was like boom. And then yeah, the the whole the whole. Um, Oh, let me take off my jacket. Like that whole, mm-hmm. that was a pretty, not very Star Wars-y. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, you're like, oh man, like, you yeah. know where this is going, right? And then, yeah, the next morning she's like getting dressed or whatever and it's like, holy Yeah, I, and you made that good point. Like, I mean, I think Never we've see seen a bed. sleeping quarters. Right, like Padme's asleep when mm-hmm. she get like attacked by those little worms and like Anakin like wakes up in a nightmare on a bed. But that's pretty much it. Right. Yeah, and I guess that's implied in that scene that, that, because he was sleeping with Padme. Oh, but this I, I was the most. That. Was he? She was Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, they were in bed together. Yeah, yeah but was, oh, that's right. Because she's like, oh, let's just. But this was this yeah, was this was, was, was a little like bit more actually sleeping. Yeah, a little bit more mature. <laughs> right. Yeah, like, like that was a very Star Warsy right. Bedroom scene. This but. was more of like a. Yeah, a little bit more risque, mm-hmm. and, and, and with two people who don't. Right. Have an obvious romantic. Like in the, I think the Brady Bunch was the first time they ever showed like a married couple in bed together on TV. Really? It was the Brady Bunch. 
and it was like a little bit edgy because like even in like I Love Lucy they had like separate, separate beds, beds and yeah. stuff. <laughs> so like it, it wasn't that long ago that you couldn't even show a married couple and they were you know they were obviously just like in a bed they were, under the covers all the lights are on they're like reading their books or talking about the kids like they're not even doing anything they're just right. like sit, they're like relaxing I in bed I think in the Brady Bunch they kiss in bed just to like pack to like oh, good night peck and then that's it they're not like getting yeah. that on Making almost and then they cut away right. like that would be too much <laughs> But it's like, you know, we've come a long way, obviously, since then on TV. That, and that, Star Wars and is starting to... <laughs> I don't need that in Star Wars. No. I, but I think this was this, this was fine. Yeah. Like, this, I was yeah, not, like... Right. It, yeah, yeah, I... I Leave that for the fan fiction or... The... I, I, <laughs> I can watch this with my parents and not go, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. oh, man. It's, like, why? very... But, yeah. Yeah. It's, like, PG. Yeah. That's, like, yeah, PG. Um, oh, maybe PG-13 yeah. at the most. Oh, that's PG. Yeah. Everything in this so far was, was PG. Yeah, yeah. I don't think there's anything PG-13. Except for the factory scene where you can actually, well, that that was very PG'd, but Which one? like it felt like you felt that like where the where the um, big giant uh, things on the chains start going down, then one one of the oh, chains like pulls, pulls a guy yeah. on the ground, and then you just but it's all off camera. camera. Yeah, it's not like right. gory. Like there's yeah, yeah, it's like that. But, yeah, it's not bloody. I mean, who knows gory. where the show will go? But yeah, I would say that this is still like a yeah. TV fourteen. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what it is on there. It's yeah. a TV fourteen. Is it? I'm pretty sure. Do they do that for? Yeah. For streaming. For Disney, yeah. Okay. I've seen it. I mean, it's definitely. I think it's well. I mean, what else? What else? Because I, I, th- I feel like we just watched something very different. Oh yeah. Mm, yeah. What else made it so different? Well, outside of tone. Well, like the tone. I mean, tone. What mm. do you mean by that? Like I, I, like this did not feel like Rogue One, uh, Star Wars yet. Mm-hmm. Um, this definitely like was far from either um, uh, original trilogy or uh, prequel trilogy. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah it's far, far, it's far the prequels from prequels are pretty slick and yeah. Um, like, elegant. I mean, yeah. You, you, I mean, like prettier. one could say that like the prequels took their time with their. Uh, dialogue with like yeah. similar to how this is, um, but I felt like it got relayed a bit quicker than this, as well. And then the sequel trilogy was just kind of like cook, like very cookie yeah. cutter and very fast. Like, um, right. I mean, this this pace. felt very um, like there was no the there was the and I think Star Wars generally the like one of the words I would use for the tone is like. It's kind of fun, yeah, and it's mm-hmm. it's adventurous. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. Didn't get but that this, tone until the third. So and even here, but even the, like, there's no really no point. This where is I, like where I was almost fun. like a documentary style, or like that, that movie District Nine. Remember where he's like going in to uh-huh. like like yeah. okay today we're gonna go in and like talk to the aliens and make sure they're all good. Like it felt a little bit like almost like a documentary found footage or like you know what I mean like. It's like a camera crew is following these guys, and like yeah, it's a little yeah. bit more like real time almost, and like just very not much, not as much like a stage production or like a. It was it was definitely the most serious. Not that Star Wars hasn't. Like right. I feel like there were a lot of parts of Kenobi that were pretty serious. But it was like super realistic, I guess. Which is yeah, different this than was this was serious. just very slow, and serious, mm-hmm. and. Like you said, Sean, like not spoon fed or in your face. Like it was more like. What was it? What? What was it? Oh. Dude, 
Darth Vader just like ripped oh, everyone. I know. <laughs> yeah, I know. They totally faked us out. It's the Darth Vader show. Good. <laughs> it was good. It's it's. We're just talking about like how it's like totally different. In a good like, it's way. not like anything else. It's good, anything. different in a good way. Yeah. Different in a good way, but definitely. Well, from anything Star Wars. Or yes, yeah. anything yeah. Star Wars. Anything. 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 Mm-hmm. anything. It's totally different <laughs> from anything Star Wars. It's not bad, but it's definitely different. And it's very, well, it's, we just were talking about, like, it's like, it's not, it's very serious, it's very slow. It's gritty. Yeah, and it's also, like, it's just, it's just, I felt like it was, that's the first time that, like, that I watched Star Wars where I, where I feel like, even though, like, it's, like I said, like, even though we do know the story. I don't know where he like, ends up, yeah. Yeah, I don't, I feel like I don't. I have less understanding of like how it's going to be told. Yeah, I think it's going to be aimed more at like the birth of the rebellion than really anything. But it's going to be—I think it's going to be a little bit less on the action adventure yeah. side and more on like the the political side, dealing, like you know the the subversion and the the like, I think I think this and, season will be they're figuring out who like who they can trust or like who the allies are. And like getting all the allies like in touch with each other and kind of cohesing a little bit, and then yeah. season two is like where they have those like arcs that are one year each or whatever. Is there going to be a second? Yeah, second yeah. Has I think they're filming it right now. I think they're filming it right now. And it's like oh, it's like four three episode arcs or three four episode arcs, whatever. Cover a year. Each covering a year. So like yeah. this is year five to four, and then it does like three two one or like right up to Rogue One in the, each of those arcs. So they're gonna like snowball it, but this just like a snowball takes. You gotta start mm-hmm. slow. I think this is like rolling, 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 rolling. And that's what worked. Why it, <clears throat> like a lot of the stuff in Mando worked out worked so well. That first season they built the characters yeah. <clears throat> in that small development. And that second season is where they did a lot of the fan service with like Bo-Katan, Luke. Yeah. Yeah. It's, and it it fit in well there because they had that established mm-hmm. character and story. So that could be kind of because yeah, if you yeah, yeah like Mando, Mando, okay. Mando does take a while. Like, if you think about it. It does the two. This is like the three, and then there's like three in the middle, two in the yeah, three start, three in the middle that are like the side quests, and then it gets back to the main plot for seven, eight, and like that's a pretty slow roll. Like we didn't know what to expect at the time because it's the first right. TV show on of Star Wars. Yeah, right. but like in retrospect, yeah, it is like a slow roll. But it was also it took a very time small and yeah. very easy to follow. Yes, yeah, like there was nothing right. confusing about it's, it or yeah. cryptic about it. It was just. Like the, what is it, the bear and the cub, or whatever that? Yeah, pretty much. It's that mythical story, that Japanese story, of like the samurai, the lone samurai. Oh with yeah, the, lone with the samurai. Child. Yep. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's like that story. I think I think what I what I. Lone wolf and the cub. I think it's called. Yep. What I what I really so, like mm-hmm. about like it's because it's one thing to take a risk and do something different, which in and of itself is commendable and I I think we need that right if Star yeah. Wars is gonna like th- there is definitely you can only do Star Wars the way they've been doing it for so long yeah like you have to start doing something last Jedi different. did that it, but I mean <laughs> and then Mando is it something but this too. worked yes like this right. so like I was saying like someone they said took a risk yeah and to do something different and so far yeah it's working so like if like if I have a problem with this it's it's not gonna be because it's like there's some glaring flaw it's just I might just not like it right but if it's doing what it's meant to do well 
and it's just not your cup of tea. That's right. a totally different category than like a swing and a miss so, or like you, you botched your own vision. Like right. you didn't pull off your own vision. Right. You're, I could see what you're trying to do and you didn't do it. We botched right. our own vision that we didn't right. have. Versus <laughs> the prequels are a cohesive vision and product that just isn't everyone's <clears throat> cup of tea. Right. But it is, it's like, it does what it meant to do well because George Lucas had total control of it. Right. George Lucas just might not be your cup of tea the way he tells a story and makes a movie. Might not be, might not be your jam, but yeah. it is what do it you is. Think, you do know? you think that, how do you feel like, how do you think, <clears throat> and we're going to find out in the next few days, but what do you think, is this going to be another fandom splitter? <sighs> I, do, I feel like, I think it might until we get yeah, further, in, further into the, the season. I think well, the people for, who, who are what's going to be the gripe this time? No Jedi, <laughs> no Star, no lightsabers, no Vader. But I, I feel like the most vocal fans are the ones who will like this. So like the ones who, the like the normies aren't gonna like care. Like the normies don't have a YouTube channel to talk about what they sure. don't like about the show, right? Only the hardest core hardcore have a whole YouTube channel where they have a platform to say what they like or don't like, and I think they're gonna like this. You think so? I think so. Yeah. I, I, so like, because like, if you're just a casual yeah, fan, yeah. you're like, oh, this is like, if I if I was watching this with my wife, she'd be like. It's kind of like it's kind of boring. Like it doesn't really feel like Star Wars. Like there's the like there's a little bit of pew pew, but there's no like you know lightsabers and Jedi and Force and like that's Star Wars, right? It's, it's like the saga kind of yep. thing. Yeah. It's, and it's like what Star if you're like, Wars well, where's the Baby Yoda or where's the lightsaber? Or where's where's the Force even, powers? Even Mando, it's like I mean, <clears throat> as much as Mando is a success and was different, right? At the end of the day. It's so easy to identify it with Star Wars. You have a Mandalorian helmet and a yeah. baby Yoda. I mean, it's like... Well, and the nobody, baby Yoda... Anybody just looks yeah. at that and goes, oh, yeah, that's Star Wars. But nobody probably would have watched but... a show about a bounty hunter just making his way in the galaxy unless, like, baby Yoda brings in normies who are like, look at this cute... Baby Yoda just like, brought in... Right. Like, oh, yeah. like, but no one's just going to watch a guy, like, doing mercenary jobs every episode. Like, it, this week is this job and we kill this guy or capture this guy and it's like, that's not fun for normal people to watch. Like right. some kind of anti-hero, like criminal, like that's not that appealing. But it's like, oh, he's like, it's this thing. It's the Beauty and the Beast, right? It's like he's the Beast, and like, oh, this little child's gonna melt his heart, and he actually has a heart of gold in there, and like we're gonna see right. his like fatherly instincts come out, and like it's just like a Disney tale, it's totally Disney, right? It's yeah, right? it's a pretty not in a bad way. It's just like that's Disney's mo. Yeah, <laughs> is like yeah. the Mandalorian. We should have seen it coming that it was gonna be like obviously Baby Yoda's complete surprise and like a yeah, really well kept secret. Like I don't know how they pulled that off. Because, like, literally only one episode doesn't have Baby Yoda in it, the first one. And, like, all the trailer footage was only that. Like, they literally kept that thing secret. They were, like, filming season two, I think. Just about to film yep. season two mm -hmm. when season season one aired. And they had this Baby Yoda under wraps the whole time. Which tells me anytime we get a leak out of Disney, it's, like, not... It's intentional. Because, like, they control <laughs> when they can. You know what I mean? Like, how else... Like, did anyone know about Baby Yoda? Did that leak ever get out? No. It, no. Yeah. How do they manage I, I think, that? I think, I think but I do, think, I do think that sometimes yeah. things they don't want to get out do get out. But... I do think... But how did they out. manage not to get any any idea of a Baby Yoda out? That's well, crazy to it me. It was actually uh, Donald Glover's idea to Favreau about keeping uh, Grogu a secret. So, that... Oh, because they were contemplating, like, yeah, getting him out there as a marketing yeah. thing? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, like I mean, because, like, I mean, you had, like, literally, like, the entire... Yeah. I mean, and all we take is anybody's story taking a picture. leaked on Reddit. Yeah. I don't think that happened on purpose. I mean, what what purpose would that serve? Yeah. Like, that would... I mean, if you just leaked the whole freaking story. <laughs> um, 
but um, anyway, I think I I don't know I don't, I'm trying to like I'm trying to wrap my head around like because this is so different that I don't know who's gonna like this. I think I, I guess like people who like the sagas are gonna think this is very like a deep side a deep cut um, like it's kind of, it's the same people who would maybe have never picked up like any EU book in the nineties like they're like I'm fine with the trilogy I'm not gonna like read about Kyle Katarn or any of these like side like yeah like I'm not gonna Go, I'm not going to read the yeah, X-Wing series on. books. Like It's enough for me to see Hobby and like see the Hoth battle. and not need, I don't need to know the background of all these guys at the Battle of Hoth that mm -hmm. you find out in X-Wing in the X-Wing books, right? You learn about all the backstories and all that. Um, it's like, but they're not going to be mad about it. Like They're not. They're going to be emotionless about it. They're not going to be like pissed off that it exists because no one would get pissed off. They're like, oh, I hate that there's books called the X-Wing <coughs> series that's about these, pe these people from this movie. Like They're just like, oh, that's cool, whatever. So, like, the most vocal emotions are from the ones who have the channels and everything, and I think they're all going to like it. But you're, you're right. It will be interesting to see, like, somebody's going to find something to gripe about watch it. this and be like, oh, that was huh. boring. They might not, they might just feel like, because I feel like well, a, lot of, a lot of people who are on the periphery of the fandom will just watch this and go, well, that didn't really look like, feel like Star Wars at all. Mm -hmm. And they might just tune out. Or, Yeah. Or it could pull in people who wouldn't typically like that's, it. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's mm -hmm. I've definitely had the case with that with some Star It's Star Wars. Wars for people who don't like Star Wars. Or for, for people who don't love Star Wars, I guess, or are yeah, like into it. Like, it's a different way into it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there was uh, somebody that I used to... There was, like, multiple people that, that I met. Um, one of them would not get into Star Wars at all until he watched The Clone Wars really? on Toonami. And then that was his introduction to Star Wars, which was of super things, weird. Wow. <laughs> and then I also knew somebody that would not watch the original trilogy, would not watch the prequel, like, stayed the heck right. away. And then when they watched the sequels, they just got into it. Like, oh, wow. Like, no tomorrow. Like, it was their Did Star that, Wars. Then... And then, the, then they went back. Oh, okay, good. Then they were like, okay, now I can go... Now I feel comfortable <laughs> watching Star Wars now. Mm -hmm. So... Yeah, it, 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 and for, so yeah, I, I definitely can see somebody watch, like, this might be somebody's first Star Wars, and they sucks them in, and then they can experience the fun stuff later on. Um, it's possible. I mean, that would be cool, like, to watch Andor, this, and watch Andor attract people, and they'll be like, oh, I don't like all that other Star Wars stuff, but this is good, but then they won't, still won't right. pay attention to the other stuff. But what an introduction, like, if this was your... Really, you're on ramp, and then Andor season two, and then Rogue One, and then New Hope. Like that, like that five hour piece of content. If you stitched it together, would be quite. That's quite a, a cinematic experience, or quite a. Or I guess it'd be more quite than five an interesting hours. ride. Like like someday we can marathon. We can do that kind of a marathon, right? You can watch Andor one, Andor two, Rogue One, New Hope. Back to back to back to back. Do you, do you <coughs> think this, did this feel? The, the Andor side. Did this the feel like a cohesive part of Rogue One? Not, not yet. Yeah. Not yet. Other than he's like, I've been in this fight since you were six. Since I was six years old, um, and we see the very, very beginning of the. I guess the prelude to that comment. <laughs> even like he's not in the fight yet. He's just getting positioned to be in the fight. I mean, he's I not six like, in this thing. He's like older. He's I like ten like, or something. I feel like the the the. 
the beginning of Rogue One. Really, I mean, I guess the whole, like, the whole beginning of Rogue One when Cassian shoots that one guy. Yeah. And then when they bring Jin in and then they're about to leave and that one guy pulls Cassian aside and says, look, we're not, this mm-hmm. isn't a capture mission. We're right. killing this guy. Like, that felt very similar to this. Like, yeah. Like, high stakes, not typical Star Wars. Like, no one in the Rebellion ever says, yeah. You know, even though they blew up a Death Star, and they're, they're fighting about it. like they're fighting about the strategy and like whether or not they're gonna even like they have even limited resources. Are they gonna like take the fight to Scarif or commit the fleet or not? Right, and then like you know, Admiral Raddus does his own thing, right? Despite what they say, so like I think when Mon Mothma gets in, we'll probably see a little bit more of like the the different like approaches or factions or like how militant because well, Saw Gerrera is in the giving this we'll see his like super militant right. faction which honestly right. they, they you could have Jin Erso right like couldn't Jin Erso be in this it's the right time she won't be no but she she's with Saw or did she leave is she like in the prison this Saw whole time Saw leaves her behind at a certain point yeah, yeah. but it wasn't it was no, more it was, bef- it was less it was before three years it was like three before. years she's like I haven't seen you in years and I don't know if they mean like like in 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 five BBY, is she would not Jin be with still with. She would not be with Saw. No, not yet. No. Not anymore. Not anymore. Not She's anymore. either on her own or in prison. In I forgot no, when, she, but she gets yeah. Saw leaves her behind when she's a teenager. Oh, so before yeah. this. Correct. So at this point, if this is five BBY, yeah. then she's yes. on her own or she's not with Saw anymore. Saw. Okay. Saw reference in Rogue One. He mm-hmm. references what happened, but in the book. You get a full explanation. Okay. And she, he basically like leaves her behind when when she's very young, which is why she was so pissed off. Right. She's like, "What the hell?" So she has her whole like her whole rap sheet is when she was basically on her own. Right. That they're reading off her rap sheet. She's she's similar to Cassian. She's just kind yeah. of she's out there doing so she her may, thing. She but might she's not be not, in this then. She's not a true believer in the rebellion. Obviously, at Cassian all. won't meet her yet, but like she might be in the show with other characters. That she won't Cassian? No. Probably not. I mean, they probably I mean, would have made a point of that. Yeah, okay. I mean, like even uh, Diego Luna, they they asked if he talked to Felicity. I was like, no, I've talked to her in a long time, and I feel bad about it. Mm. Yeah. So, well, that could be a misdirect. Uh, <laughs> just maybe, like maybe, just maybe like, that could be misleading. <laughs> just like Dolores is definitely a rumor. Oh, well, just like Liam Neeson insisting. Yeah. Oh yeah. Not unless it's a movie. I feel like I feel like though by the time you get to I gotta say, like that. That third episode was. The more I think about it, and I'll have to watch it again. Like that was really good. It was well paced. I love the tension of like that sound yes. racket the whole time, just like monot- like a clock, just like a monot- um What is it called? Like a, a timekeeper thing, right? Like, just click a click, click a click, and then stops all of a sudden. You're like. Phew. Like, yeah, although like, it didn't like it just, and the whole it adds to the tension of the moment of the like, whole escape and mm-hmm. how they tricked them and then blew them up and and escaped like I feel like that whole sequence was just and it was interesting like I feel like that's that episode right it was like it was almost like a like a microcosm like a small way of telling a story okay like this is the beginning of the story in the show it's just these people on this one planet kind of rebelling against this corporate power yeah but now we're but, graduating to the big well, you, and you can see like story. the the tactics are there like 
they're outnumbered, so they are they outsmart them. They use like subterfuge and they use like fake outs and they use like explode like they can make explosions seem like they're everywhere and they're not and, like they they're kind of like building the playbook of how the rebellion operates. Right. And you see the beginnings of it right, right with this with this encounter because the Skarsgård guy fomenting. yeah this Skarsgård guy is is a rebel operator or proto a proto operator a double agent or like he has like a cover like a you know imperial senator cover we'll find out yeah but he's like moving and shaking in this world and he's like got people including like the girl uh, Biggs or Bix like mm-hmm. he's she's one of his contacts and he's like a higher up guy in this organization or whatever mm-hmm. what was his like I was I was expecting to see him use that like walking stick he had but I guess it's just I'm not sure a walking what that was supposed to be it wasn't a yeah, weapon I, I don't know they, may, maybe I thought it, it was, might show up again yeah. and, I wish I, I do yeah. wish they would have like because they showed him using the explosion on the door and then I wish they hadn't said like hey like when they see the car or like the speeder they're like hey do you still have explosives and then the next thing we see is like the thing coming out and we're like oh well that's where the explosives are like if they had like not mentioned that to us we would have had to remember like oh yeah he uses explosives then it would have been like not as much of a like spoon fed moment right or it's mm-hmm. like I wouldn't really say that it was spoon fed because Cassian didn't even know about the explosives till he blew the door no, no yeah no, but no, after that it's so like after. once they then it's like hey do you still have those explosives I have an idea right it's like kind of like rebels like oh yeah. like I know what's going to happen now because you just set up the punchline right and then here's the punchline right but if they had like just had them in a scrape and the next thing we see is a speeder come out then we really think they're in there and then it crashes like oh no and then it blows up and then they run off like oh yeah he's got more bombs like oh yeah he does bombs I loved I loved that moment when he's like he's like oh yeah well I set bombs on the doors yeah what yeah you always always have a way make your own way out yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) I like that that that. yeah And I thought that Skarsgård, you know, he's a great actor. I yeah. think. He's the emperor, or he's the Baron Harkonnen, right? In oh, yeah, Dune. in Dune. Yes. That's right. And he's, got, he's in, in Marvel. In Mar- he's the scientist in Thor. Thor, and, yep. And, yeah. in, in, in Endgame, or not Endgame, The Avengers. Oh, is he? And he's in Pirates, right? Yep, he's uh, the Bootstrap Bill. Bootstrap Bill, yeah. Yeah. Oh, and, and you know who else he is? I, I came across. He's the he's like the douchey professor from Goodwill Hunting. Yes, from yes. a long time ago. Yes, yeah. yeah, he's been around for a long time. Yeah, and that's that, it, that's also yeah. and you, it's unusual. Like that's really rare to have like someone that recognizable. Yeah, yeah. Well, like or Forrest Whitaker, honestly, I saw Guerrero. Yeah, he's, but Skarsgård is like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that he's, that, that he's was... a list. Mm-hmm. I was just wondering if that was going to be a distraction for me, um, but I, I, th- I, th- I think I think overall he mm-hmm. might have been my favorite part of the show uh, thus far. Outside of outside of uh, Vince looking Vince and uh, looking droid, I love the uh, droid. Fire hydrant. I love him. Half for the time, time I couldn't understand him. <laughs> I like the stuttering and just he's like his little bit. He's like his little. Like his software is out of date. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. he's like pulled together with different pieces and he's, stuff. Yeah. It's very much like Wally feel, like with the yeah. treads in the head and and it, like it's amazing. Like yeah, you have R2 D2 who's like cylindrical and then you have the BB eight round and this this is like this is like managing to make a fresh new design for a droid that right. isn't like he's like half gonk, half R2 D two a little bit. You know, he's like boxy and but he rolls. Was, he was he was the closest thing to comic relief. 
Right, but not over the top. But right. not not sarcastically K two S O, which I like. I like him a lot. But he's a little more like, like I said, like he's more like the the one from Interstellar when they turned down his personality a little bit. Remember they like turned him up right. to eleven. They turned him down a little bit. He felt more like that. That the only the closest thing to anything remotely re- resembling comic relief was just the scene where the dogs piss on him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that was. But that was. It That's was, just because he looks like a fire hydrant. Right, and it was. And it was not. It didn't. It like, wasn't played out too long. It wasn't right, like, right, a, yes. a true gag. But I think I think that. Gosh, I think that um, definitely production value highest yes. that, it's, that we've seen yeah. yet. Even though, I mean, I don't know. I think I think I think people give aren't giving it Disney enough. I I think we need to, we need to be very thankful we got anything out of the pandemic. Like uh-huh. it was a miracle that we got Mando. Season. They already like, did season two before the pandemic. Well, they started to, but I think pandemic hit in the middle of production. I feel like mm-hmm. no, they did all of season two. That can't. That, be. that was all pre because like it came they, out like, during the by pandemic. February. Yeah, it came out in, like the at the end of the year. Man, yeah, the season they, one came out in in November, but of nine. Of that's nine. when they were filming yeah. too. That's why I'm wondering, like, when did they wrap season two? Was it like? Was it by March 2020 or before that? Because uh, yeah, if think, it got into March, you'd be running I up against lockdowns and stuff. They wrapped season two before the pandemic. Yeah. Before and then they did post production. Yeah, book, the pandemic, book of which Boba even Fett. The, even just doing post production, like you've got it all on film, but you got to like put a product together for release at the end of the year over over everyone at home. That's impressive too. I feel like yeah. season two looked like a show that was filmed in the volume a lot because of the pandemic, but. Maybe not. Yeah, no. Maybe but they were just going all the way on it. Book, book of Boba Fett was yeah, the one, one that was like you can prominent tell, like, during the pandemic. Yeah. You could tell by like where uh, everyone's like, like socially where, distanced. Where, but, yeah. <laughs> Only like, the people, Tuscans could be close together because they were yeah. fully masked up. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, the assassins were uh, covered, had their mm-hmm. faces covered to the the pikes. Well, that's what cracked me up about yeah. like, the behind the scenes with, with Kenobi was like like they would like put they'd like wear a mask except if they're like rolling film it's like I don't understand like what is the like what's the point like yeah. you've got to take your mask off to do the scene and then like then we'll as actors put our masks back on and chat off like off the set or really like, right. this doesn't make any it's sense kind of like just the NBA, test everyone watching the NBA and they would like have yeah, their masks just test everyone and if you're if you're clean off. that day you don't have to wear a mask that day right like I don't understand and everyone's like trying to yeah like the directors are like okay roll it and then they're like pulling their mask down it's like yeah the NBA they're like screaming at the guy like no get back in there and it's like okay put the thing yeah. it's like the kicking it off to sneeze like okay you know like why are we doing this but that's over now thankfully knock on wood we're <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so what's everybody's yeah score who you should probably take me last I'm not really sure how to even score it because it's, it's different from anything we've seen in Star Wars I, I'll say I'll go first I'll say if this is what you get like when you do like when you like go on Kindle and you get like a sample and like you read the sample and then you can as soon as you hit the last page of the sample it takes you like do you want to buy the book I would have definitely been like, I need to buy this book. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? It's like, I'm hooked. Right. I'm not even hooked yet on Rings of Power. I would not, I would not buy that after reading the sample. I would not buy the rest of the book yet. Until I heard someone's like, oh, it gets way better. You better buy it. But this one, I'm like, I'm getting it. 
Like, I'm hooked if, in the story. If Rings of Power had gone the first three episodes, I think I'd be more inclined because it... Yeah, well, no, so the second episode ends with um, that elf guy getting captured. Yeah. Yeah. I can and, see why they did the two at once. Yeah. But, and but why they like did this, this was three. much more of an exclamation. Like, yeah. Okay, like... This is way... Yeah. I want to see... But, like, that's... So that's my criteria of, like... Mm. Do I buy... Because usually if it's, like, a new book, like, it's $15, right? It's like, that's a lot to spend on, like, a Kindle book. So it's like, I would buy this new book, having read the sample. Or I would pre-order it. Like, if they gave you this, and then you got to wait for the rest of the book to come out, I would, like, pre-order it, right? Mm -hmm. So, like, I'm I'm on board for this. I can't give it a number, I guess. I don't know. Really? Yeah. I don't know. Like, yeah, it's, it's really it's hard. high. To, like, yeah. there, I just very few... I need to watch it again before I can give it a number, I guess. Um, it's high. It's really high. Yeah, I, was just, I, was, I was just thinking that. <laughs> well, I'm curious because they say that K2 is going to be in season two. Oh. So it's going to be interesting because that's going to change the tone a bit. Uh, unless, well, unless he's like, they show him how he gets captured. Maybe they yeah. like calibrate his personality after a while and like he starts out like very straight laced and blah, blah, blah. And then like somehow he, he gets his personality. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there was a comic book that uh, yeah. covered that story, mm. I think. Really? Yeah, Do you think he'll adapt yeah. it or just ignore it? Um, be cool. like, they'll, they, they'll probably if it's canon, ignore I guess. it. But so, it's, uh, it's a one I shot. Mean, like if it's oh. kind of a, just a one but issue. They'll probably give some nods but... to it or something. Yeah. But yeah. So if that's... no score, just really liked it, you'd buy the book. Yeah, it's high. It's like eight. It's at least an eight okay. for me. Mm. Like it's eight, nine. I, I mean, I can't think of like, as I'm watching it, I'm like, oh, ding, ding, ding. I can't think of anything right now. <laughs> Like, I thoroughly enjoyed, like, every moment. Right. Okay. So, that's pretty high, right? <laughs> okay. David? Uh, I don't know. This is, like, a tough one. Maybe, like, a... I'd, I'd be content with, like, a seven. Six and a half, uh, seven. Because, uh, I mean, okay. for a pro, like an extended prologue, and it ramped up near the end of the third one... Do you start so, from five and add, or do you go from ten and subtract in your system? I'm and thinking <laughs> on the scale of Vader, where would I place this? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 normally I'll start at five. Hmm. So you add to it. Yeah, and add, add to it. That's Because um, if it's something like like with Kenobi, mm. going into like a lot of it, it was starting more from 10 of what my expectations yeah, were. Yeah, yeah. Because of how iconic Obi-Wan and Vader are. And... And just how important those characters are. And then just kind of... Things I don't like kind of just like subtract from that. Right. That's usually how I operate yeah. too. Is I take it off... Of, I shave numbers off 10. So, so yeah. five, at 5 and adding is actually makes more sense. Yeah, for this one... <laughs> for this one, okay. probably starting... Yeah. Five, right. five and adding. So probably like a six, six and a half. The five is like I would rewatch this, and four is like I probably wouldn't, and then three is like I definitely wouldn't, and then two and below is like don't even finish it. Huh. Then like, but like five out of ten seems bad, right? If it's like, but five out of ten is like, right. oh, it was fine, it was decent, but like, it's like a bell curve, right? Like it's either yeah. a bell curve or like a traditional ten out of ten numbering system. And I think but. too with the three episodes, I don't think I'd watch them individually. But altogether, I think it's like a six, six and a half. I do think my uh, my rating, my impressions would be much different if it was three weeks separated yep. for all three of these. And my estimation would probably go up if I binged the first three after the third one comes out. 
But like if yeah, if we had to watch each in turn, like the, it would have been a letdown. The first one would have been a letdown to wait. Second one, you'd be like, oh, like yeah, nothing really happened yet. We got like prelude to prelude, right? Which makes me wonder if they made when they were filming and they made these shows and they were wrapping them up, did they have that in mind the whole time, or did they make it and then go, you know? I think I think it's, yeah, I think it's I think it's the letter. Like, I think they were watching the market and seeing like how things how things do when they come out, and they're like. Maybe there was already a trend towards releasing multiples at once, and like, they're like, yeah, we, the, the, with with rings like based on the they wanted to do what August thirty first, and they knew Rings of Power was coming out, they knew House of the Dragons coming out, they knew they probably knew House of the Dragon was doing the two at once at that time, so like they were like, this mark there's like Dragon an arms rate. Only did one. Oh, did they? Okay, yeah. well they yeah. knew it was coming out. Like they have they have like stiff HBO has never done. A they have like competition time. in September for viewership like although we're all gonna watch all of it but like yeah. <laughs> um, but like yeah they probably like did a calculation of like I mean they did the same thing with Kenobi they dropped the first two right probably for a similar reason it, uh, it, it was a I celebration think, I, would, I, would no, guess. I, think, I think it was celebration yeah yeah because they like did a treat. but um so. both because yeah with that second one ends with him like realizing Anakin's alive which is yep. like that is like a two episode Going from I don't want to do anything to do this to like Anakin's life. Oh, like the stakes are here now. Like well, the nice thing, to do the nice thing with how they yeah how they filmed that is how how they ended that first one mm-hmm. where he's standing there hesitating and that lady's like, well, are you going or not? And then mm-hmm. it shows him reach around yeah. and it shows his lightsaber hill. Then he walks off. Mm-hmm. That would have been fine. Just that yeah. episode next week, which is probably why they filmed it and like produced it that way. And then they just decided to release two at once. Yeah, because like, celebration yeah. probably. Yeah, mm-hmm. bright air. Would you say like if this would fall very differently if it was three over three weeks instead of all at once? I would say that if I were going to rank these three, the first like oh, I can't tell where the first one. Where did the first one end again? What did it end with? I know the I second one ended remember. with him like marching. He's like uh, walking in the. They, they were going, they were heading to the, sh- the. It was a flashback. Had the kids are heading to the show. That's how the first one ended. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. Yeah, because yeah. he had his sister in the background, kind of. Oh, but where did the main story end? What was going on with the main plot? Uh, they weren't, <laughs> they weren't <laughs> about to <laughs> land. Yeah. Yeah. I, if I, go, I don't remember. Yeah, just, if I was kind of watching this show yeah. for the first time and I only got the first episode, I'd probably give it a six. Maybe oh, okay. Seven. Mm-hmm. Second episode maybe would be seven-ish. Like it's eight. picking up. Yeah. But when I watch all three together, then to me it's like it's it's eight plus mm-hmm. for sure, um, and that's and that's it's interesting because it's like this is a show, but they released the first three episodes almost like a like a part one to a movie, yeah, like part one of a trilogy. Twenty five percent of the season, and I think that that's smart, but. It's so then it's like okay, well, is this a show or is this a movie? And like so, like my concern, my concern going forward will be now because now we're in once a week, mm-hmm. at thirty to yeah. forty minutes to max. Yeah, yeah, that's a and good point. You get one slow episode, and it's like, oh, okay, well, you know, like with a show like this, where it looks like there's going to be a little bit more deliberate pacing. Mm-hmm. If you're going to do one episode a week. You, I'm hoping that they do it in a way that makes me want to stay. House of the Dragon's doing that. Yeah. It has some slow... It has deliberate pacing, House of the Dragon. Uh, absolutely. Right? But, I mean, and it works. But so, so if they do as well as right. I think House yeah. of the Dragon is doing, then I'll be fine. Yeah. But 
But deliberate, That's a pretty tall order. One person's deliberate pacing is another person's like, oh, yawn, bored, you know? I mean, <laughs> I, I feel like the... I, I will say this, like... I know we have to wrap this up, but I will say that, like... The performances in this show, like, mm-hmm. were, were all top-notch. Like, this was the best acting yeah. I've seen, the best script writing. Um, I didn't... One of the reasons why I was not excited about Andor when they announced it was that I did not think that Diego Luna was terribly convincing in Rogue One. Hmm. Like, I didn't... His, his performance was not really all that great to me. This was much better. He was directed much better here. Hmm. And he felt much more natural and believable to me than he did in Rogue One. So I think that helped a lot. Which that will hopefully help. This show will hopefully make Rogue One shiny even brighter. Like, you know what I mean? Just like the prequels add, yeah. to, the, add to the originals. Um, I, just, I just think that this was just a... Like, by the, the way that they executed the last, yeah. the third episode. Yeah. That's cool. Like, yeah. And the bad guys weren't buffoons incompetent i mean the one guy was like way over his head and you can tell that but like the rest of the crew like was they got bamboozled but they weren't like come i mean they couldn't aim I think it's the wrong way to it, but they weren't cannon fodder right <laughs> the stormtroopers like they got they i don't got know bested. man three of them were blown up pretty pathetically by but a like, speeder but like how the, the whole like the, it was the sequence with like where they kind of arrest her have her against the wall and then like the the guy comes up and they like shoot him and then they're like it's like it felt very much like one of those like police shootings that gets caught on video where it's like they're like kind of panicking like oh gosh like this just got out of hand like we just killed a civilian and like now you give me your rifle you got to go back to the ship blah, blah 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 like they're kind of like freaking out these guys these security guys like they weren't like take that peasant they were like oh like right. why did we do that like what is going on we're losing control of the situation you know it was kind of and, but it was, it was kind of done in a way that was it didn't it felt like 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 I noticed at a certain point like this feels like what would happen in an urban yeah like it's a little like they're they're afraid they're like feeling like we're like we're about to get uh, yeah cuss again right they're not like they're not like you know goons walking in like take we're just gonna mow down peasants like it's nothing you know like that's not what these guys are about like I said they don't just all get right yeah indiscriminately mowed down right like and I feel like Rogue One also did that where like the stormtroopers, I think in uh, yeah, that was a pretty Wars, good battle in, in Rogue Jedha. One. Like yeah. the stormtroopers are much more formidable. Except when uh, Baze like just nails those all like ten of them at once, right? Yeah, but that's just so <laughs> damn cool. I know it's yeah. that gun thing, like, chainsaw gun. Yes. So I'm, I'm, say, I'm gonna say eight. <clears throat> all right. Dun dun dun. Vinny, get out your get out your uh, scientific calculators. <laughs> Or the 7.37593. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I think that would just make it worse for me. Um, so, you, I remember Sean mentioned that some, for some people this might be not their, be their cup of tea. And I kind of fall under that category. Mm. Um, this kind of... I feel like if I really compared this to the first uh, first couple episodes of Obi-Wan or the book of Boba Fett or, uh, Man- well, okay, mm-hmm. comparing it to Mandalore, first episode of Mandalorian, <laughs> it's not really fair, but, or, or heck, even Rings of Power, I feel like this one just didn't match up to them uh, at all. Um, and, I'm, and I do kind of feel like there might be a slight bias that 
I have because Rogue One mm-hmm. was not my favorite uh, Disney Star Wars movie. Um, Which one is? I'm putting you in the uh, spot right now. Okay, Force Awakens. Yeah, I felt great. like that was the... If you would have said Last Jedi, I <laughs> slapped you. Actually, that <laughs> might either kind of be either second or third. It kind Visually, of, yeah. there's some really good yeah, visuals. Vis- with, yeah, vis- with, yeah, with like, it. I've been in our Last Jedi arguments, but I'm not as harsh as uh, right. Kevin Smith when it comes to that. <laughs> like, and then, and, like, I feel like I can, we can do a whole Last Jedi thing, and I'm kind of like, well, it's for me, it was a half a good movie. Hmm. Half of it was good for me, and really spectacular. Half of it, I even don't care about. Can you believe it, it was five years ago? That yeah, came out? yeah, crazy. Oh, nuts. That's but, the only um, one I didn't see in theaters. But, but yeah, um, do. Uh, okay, so as far as Andor goes, I'm. And I, and I feel like the like releasing ske- schedule did help it. Mm-hmm. Like releasing it with three, because if it was just the. Uh, individually, I think it would have harmed it uh, way more. And I feel like it it took three episodes to accomplish what like what Obi Wan did with one, Rebels did with two, and like in, in a shorter amount of time. And I think that kind of was a distraction for me. Um, but um, but. What was good? It was visually good, though. I will definitely uh, give it that. Um, the characters weren't um, awful or out of character, and the, I did like the droids. I do have a soft spot for droids. Um, but overall, I think my uh, the chances of me revisiting the first three might be very, very seldom, hmm. um, and. I'm, I'm gonna, and as far as the grade goes, I'm gonna probably give it around, and this is combining them both, uh, 6.2 out of 10. Ooh. Okay, not too far so, from we're, we're On the 5 yeah. plus scale or the 10 minus scale? Uh, <laughs> 10, 10 and subtract or 5 and add? Which scale? Uh, <laughs> 6.2. I, like, is it a bell curve or is I, it a. Yeah, that. I never. I, I don't usually go up or down. It kind of just like I look at like I, I just view it and I just kind of think, am I gonna see this again? And if it's yeah, I yeah I don't know. I'd I'd have to re- kind of evaluate how I view it, like the view my reviewing scale, because like I I just kind of throw a number and it feels right. And I and I just and I think that also comes with. Uh, Comparing it to other things that I put on that scale, um, like uh, last Jedi, I gave a seven point five, and I kind of, and I also gave Spider Man No Way Home a uh, seven point five, because I, they kind of felt the same, like the same, like grade wise to me. Um, but yeah, this one, I it felt better than, I mean, it felt slightly below Rogue One. But a little more, but a bit better than Attack of the Clones, in my opinion. So, yeah, 
Um, Strange bedfellows, those two. Yeah. <laughs> I think part of the reason why this is hard to rate is because it's so different from any other Star Wars. Yeah. It's so it's like, like to sit there and rate need a this different and, scale. Yeah. Let's do like, an A through F on this one. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's interesting. I feel. I do feel like. I do feel like. I, not the more I think about that, like the releasing the first three pretty much saved the first two. Yep. Yeah, I agree. That's fair. Yeah. I think I think the internet will agree about that, whether they like it or not. Yeah. I think that that's an agreeable point everyone would have. And that's what a lot of the people who had the pre-screeners they said, you know, the first two episodes are slow, third episode's a banger, and then they all like pays off too, apparently. And, and I think that, that's interesting. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm really glad that they didn't just release one episode at a time. Because yeah. I would have been, probably by the end of the second worried. episode, I would have been like, oh boy, this is disappointing. <laughs> and it would have taken three weeks to get to the point where I got excited about mm-hmm. it. Yep. Thing <laughs> Any other closing comments? Um, I'll s- still stick, stick with the show. Um, I, hope, I hope it does pick up from there. And, uh, I, I, I'm not set, and, like, I know I gave it a very, very downer review, but I'm still looking, but I'm still hope, looking forward to see where this story goes, Mm -hmm. and I think it's even better that I get to watch it with amazing individuals, like, like, uh, the Trench Run crew. I couldn't, absolutely. I couldn't, I couldn't. And I, and I think that's kind of just the heart of Star Wars in general, um, that that I've experienced throughout the um, last uh, seven to five years that um, Star Wars has been on either on the TV or the big screen. Mm-hmm. Is that when I watch it, with, which when I watch new Star Wars with people with other people, it's like it just enhances mm-hmm. yeah. the experience even more. Yep, I agree. So. Um, I think that's that's something. Mm-hmm. Well, we can talk about that when we're done with the podcast. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, folks. We'll wrap up this episode. Thanks for tuning in. And with next week's episode, we will talk about just one episode, right? Yeah. Yep. Next week. One at a time. Now. Yep. The fourth episode of Andor, and until then, remember the Force will be with you. Always. Great shot, kid. That was one in a million.